0: Or two, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The rift release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the, the Vanguard, Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes. You can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel. Hello, and welcome to episode fifty-one of Channel Massive. We're your host for tonight, I'm Jim, and... I am Mark.
1: And uh, what we've done is we've... Uh, Successfully you know, killed
0: Jason and killed Jason accidentally and, killed no one.
1: Yeah, collateral damage, yeah. you know, splash damage, attack, <laughs> 5 to 100. Um, you no you better be careful
0: because there's a lot of documentation now that you're actually trying to kill Jason.
1: I understand that, yes, it has been uh, <laughs> put into the public record that I fully intend to kill him before the end of the year.
0: Through <laughs> a variety of means actually jason's in washington dc protesting who knows what
1: he's protesting the hero
0: that's what he's doing yeah and uh noah's on a musical tour of florida
1: we're not sure if he's protesting anything or not
0: (laughs) or being protested
1: it's possible yeah that's right no uh but anyway you got lucky you get the two good ones from the podcast that's right that's
0: right so, uh, coming up in this episode, we're going to have some uh, some brief thank yous for all the help we had with episode fifty. Hopefully, hopefully everyone enjoyed it. Well, we've got a huge mailbag.
1: It's epic in proportion. It is uh,
0: a nice little twig, and uh, of course, as always, Blogosteria is
1: Blogosteria. I had to do that for Jason, who's not here.
0: I'm sure he'll appreciate that when he listens.
1: When I put massive echo and reverb and stuff on it and flange it out, yeah.
0: Massive. Yep. On the show. Well, hopefully you all enjoyed episode fifty and uh we we had fun putting it together for you and uh obviously it it', it was, we joke a lot about having very few listeners but actually for the hundreds of people that download this podcast on a weekly basis that that was totally dedicated to you and we hope you enjoyed it. We do have some thank yous for for a lot of people that helped out for that episode.
1: We would like to thank Seth Anon of the Wife Agro podcast for uh, taking over our podcast during our investigation that we endured due to our previous antics.
0: Yeah, that was nice. You know, the, the FCC and the FBI were kind of on our tail, and, yeah. and he helped us out in a hot spot. We'd also like to thank Brett from Virgin Worlds for twice explaining why we are no longer part of the Virgin World Collective.
1: And thank you for slash telling us because <laughs> we can't we, slash tell we you. can't slash tell you yet, um, Michael Zinke, my beloved, uh, <laughs> or Jason's beloved, I should say. Um, you know, it's it's wonderful to have this rapport with one of the top fifty gaming journalists in the world. And thank you for responding to my <clears throat> Jason's love letter and tolerating us being inside your brain now and then. Uh, we really appreciate it. The things that you sent in to us were just hilarious. and By far the, the high points of episode yeah. 50. Thanks, Michael. Thank
0: you so much. Uh, we'd also like to thank the nameless one, who actually does have a name, Derek Johnson. Avid listener and contributor to uh, Channel Massive for his disgruntled rant on retrospective episodes. Thanks for that.
1: And finally, to John Merrizey. Uh, infamous radio personality across the Rockies thank you for narrating the podcast as the voice of Tyler McGrath uh did a great job did Yay. it for free thus far though we plan to reward you in well meals and booze yeah and hookers as we will we will revisit that location on East Colfax and <laughs> talk to the pimp you so so uh that was so entertaining and we'll we'll line something up for you and, um, in case you're wondering why there's no, uh, what we played segment, what we're playing segment, we, Jim and I spent the last week just editing episode 50. So we were playing sonar and <laughs> waves and other fun right. games looking for sound effects. And it was massive. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was.
0: So. Anyway, once again, we hope you enjoyed it. It, it. it was fun getting, uh, to that milestone of 50 episodes and, uh. Thanks again for
1: listening. Boy, do we have a plan for the hundredth. (laughs) It's all going to be Jason. Yep. In tights and spandex. (laughs) It's it's attempt number 59 at the mailbag. Uh, Apparently without Noah the, and Jason. Mailbag,
0: we, mailbag, 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 mailbag. Yeah,
1: well, yeah whatever. Okay. Mailbag. um, Jim, why don't you take the first one? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great
0: idea. I think so. So Chris writes in, I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed last week's Blog Osteria. Blog Osteria! Osteria. <laughs> Sorry about that. I found it rather amusing that the majority of bloggers decided to lash out at this Bartle guy, calling him ignorant and saying that he couldn't be more wrong, blah, 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 and blah. Well, after going back and watching some of the in-game videos, I'm having trouble seeing what everyone's having a complete breakdown over. The, similar- the similarities are there, and there's no denying that. And then there's the fact... Fact, excuse me that a few months ago, Porky Paul made a comparison between WoW and War. He said that WoW is like the Beatles and War is going to be like uh, Led Zeppelin, the cooler heavy metal MMO. I guess we'll all just have to wait and see.
1: Hmm, thoughts, comments? Well, I kind of agree. Uh,
0: You know... I think that's the point of blogisteria. You know, everybody makes
1: a big deal out of little shit. And it just goes and goes <laughs> and goes and goes and goes. It does it's like a cascading chain reaction, which Jason likes to summarize with the giant mushroom cloud An exclamation point and lots of exclamation, <laughs> large caps font. But uh, yeah, thank you for that. And by the way, the Beatles were a pretty good band. By the way, only kind of changed music as we know it. So yeah, interesting analogy. Not that Led Zeppelin sucks. Both no, no, a great band too. both great bands. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a- strange analogy i guess it's an apples and oranges kind of analogy it is yes meaning that those two should never be (laughs) compared compared. (laughs) well done porky paul well done uh let's see here daniel writes in and says that you should take mmos in moderation Daniel says, I have been playing Age of Conan and I really like the NPC interactions, the questing system, and the combat. The only negative commentary that I've heard from friends and fellow gamers is that there is a lack of content when a player passes level 30 or 40. This is not really a problem for me as I enjoy MMOs at a slow pace and the short time spurts that I have available for gaming. I'm kind of in the same boat with you there, Daniel. Personally, I think that people who play MMOs or other games for more than two to four hours a day are overdoing it and taking time away from other activities like going outside, hiking, biking, reading, etc. It's fine to have a marathon session once in a while, but not every day. Every time I hear someone whining about how they are bored with their level 80 character in Age of Conan, I'm like, get a life, dude. But hey, that's just me. Well, yeah. I have to
0: say Daniel's a a person after my own heart. Yeah. because... a lot of times I'd rather be outside hiking biking walking
1: <laughs>
0: living hopping limping H- hopping limping whatever, crawling whatever it is rolling you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah games just aren't as important to me as they are to a lot of people although I'm sitting here posting show memo podcast but you know nonetheless it, i i I don't play games more than i I don't even play games two hours a day frankly on a daily basis
1: well it's just funny when when you get these people who who can like they can dedicate like you know 10 hours a day to a game in uh, and out and then they say this game is broken it doesn't have any content I I burned through the content so fast like there's no game that's not broken to you you know nothing right unless you want to become a grandmaster of chess and make it a lifelong (laughs) pursuit maybe but otherwise there's nothing for you buddy What's next in the old mailbag?
0: Robert wants to know if we're playing Diablo 2. He just wanted to say that uh, with Diablo 3 announcements and videos, a lot of people are getting back the old Diablo 2 and enjoying some 8- to 11-year-old memories of fun times. He's just curious if any of the M team might be digging through their boxes or shelves for their scratched play discs to play or not to play.
1: We've had a lot of discussion about this one. Um, As soon as the announcement came out, Noah proposed a LAN party for Diablo 2 to kind of relive the the joy. Because Jason and I have both played it. Noah hasn't and you haven't. I thought it would be cool to put together a four-character dungeon-crawling adventure. Jason immediately lashed out. Stating that um, he's already seen Diablo 3 and it was Diablo 2. So we can infer from that that he's not too interested. And of course, Jim, you were... Bringing just, up the fact that every time we do this, you <laughs> buy a game that you only play for... Once. once. You know, I, I shell out
0: whatever it costs. I mean, Diablo 2 probably isn't very expensive You know, anymore, it's
1: still like 40 bucks for, the, for the, no, the, See, the war chest.
0: Well, I would shell out $40 for this game that yeah. I would play once for a LAN party, and then it would get shelved, and um, I'd probably just get back to Conan or something. And
1: yeah, there's like this... the be upset about it. ...this combined package that's Diablo 2, and then the expansion... And um that cost still holds its value to this day, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. But we will we will prevail, Robert, we will make them we will force them to play Diablo two with well, us. Noah
0: Mark will probably have a land party at least.
1: Yeah, and they'll serve us drinks. <laughs> and and very old pink cookies for Noah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Jose goes off on forum trolls, which this is one near and dear to my heart. He says, only trolls post on official MMO forums. His explanation is, if you go to any official forum, all you can find there is is people crying, bitching, and complaining about how underpowered they are, and every problem or bug is received with a lot of crap, and when they fix a class, like they did with the Necromancer in Age of Conan, they bitch about the fix too. Age of Conan forums are the worst I have ever seen. It is so bad that a community coordinator posted a message visible on all boards saying basically, Do not pay attention to the forums. According to the forums, the game does not work at all, and all classes are broken beyond salvation. Which is true. If you read any forum class on Age of Conan, except for the three healer classes, Tempest of Set, Priest of Mitra, and Bear Shaman, you'll feel like abandoning the game and thinking that nothing works. And our own experiences at least, have, have you got on the forums at all Jim you for, know for, i can... no well i made the mistake of thinking oh well it's a totally different community maybe i should go <laughs> check out the forums so i boldly went in there with the intention of finding a good template for the skill um setup for my conqueror. conqueror yep and exactly as as you said robert Everybody, or Jose, I'm sorry, I'm (laughs) talking to the previous guy. As exactly as you said, Jose, everyone says the class is broken. It doesn't matter what template you try to use. You will not be able to take on a single mob that is four levels lower than you without dying. Uh, And if you're a female character, you won't even be able to walk because you'll be so slow because of the (laughs) animation bug. And, you know, this It's just thread after thread after thread like this of just doom and gloom and everything's broken and you should just really be a tempest of set because that's the only way to truly you know overpower the game and my thoughts are why do I keep seeing level 80 conquerors some female riding by on these really cool mounts they were somehow Mm -hmm. able to play the game cheated they either cheated or they invested 20 hours a day somehow (laughs) which I doubt so I think what 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 we've come away from discussing forums in the past is basically they're a terrible, vile, poisoned place to go. There's no reason to go there. There's a very small percentage of actual players that are posting in the forums, and those are typically people that are insane. And, <laughs>
0: and not the people that can help
1: you. And the people those, that really can help you are the people playing the
0: game. Right, they're not posting in the forums. Yeah, We're, they're, you know, which they're is, too busy enjoying the thing. It's really sad, I think. Yeah. You know, because forums should, in my mind, should be for two things two reasons one for for players to get help from other players obviously and yeah. and two it should be a viable feedback loop for the developers you know to find out what's wrong with their games you know exactly and, you know and i think obviously that's it's broken here at least in age of conan and and in a lot of mmos i'm
1: sure it it is it's the whole the community aspect of the forums is very much broken and turns into just this crying fest and i'd like to say i'm i'm above it and have always been above it but i haven't and as we were going through this it just a memory just came back to me when (laughs) when i was one of those once when (laughs) asheron's call 2 i was (laughs) when asheron's call 2 came out there was to my mind a very broken class called the bounty hunter I've been nerfed. <laughs> and i <laughs> uh and i thought it was so horrible that i wrote a how to play guide but i made the worst possible combination of feats and abilities that you could choose in the skill tree to play it like i i tried to figure out using a min max formula of my own i tried to figure out the worst most underpowered way to rig the character and I wrote this just long, very serious, like, dissertation, like, you know. And I was like, this is where you really shine, you know, and this oh. is where you'll really shine. You'll you'll go do wield on this mob, but hit them for, like, one point of damage. Meanwhile, they will strike you for 3,000, but that's okay, because you can feign death or something like that, you know. And then I was like, unfortunately, the feigned death will become real all too soon. <laughs> anyway, I wrote this thing. I wish I could find it to post, because it was oh, my, my singular moment of total, like, forum trolldom. You're humor is surely lost on those people. Nobody understood it. <laughs> nobody understood it. What's really funny is that class nobody played that class like if you know World of Warcraft you're able to tell like what the distribution of classes are and races that are being played with some tools they've come out with you know. Mm-hmm. If you could have done that in Age of or, uh, in uh, uh, Asheron's Call 2 that class would have had like 1% of the player base playing it right <laughs> and that would have only been they'd probably only leveled to 10 because I, I, to my mind it was that broken. Well they made a bunch of changes later on, and I was talking to one of my friends, and I said, So, what are you playing? What class are you playing in, in it? And he goes, Oh, I'm a bounty hunter. Dual wield. <laughs> and some of the skills he was talking about were the ones I said were must have. I found this great build on the forest. <laughs> so no. It wasn't quite that, but that would have been hilarious. But they had fixed a lot of the stuff that was so badly by nerfed. Dissident. Yeah, yeah. Dissident wrote this awesome post. But, oh, if I could ever find that thing, it was just pure gold for. But uh, yeah. So anyway, that's hysterical. Little insight there into the evil. That's so next,
0: uh, JF has written us again and complains about his testicles hurting. <laughs> Is it just me or have Mythic's business ethics given us all reason to stop and rethink about playing Warhammer Online? The first time I had this thought was after I put my pre-order in at GameStop for the Collector's Edition. It was supposed to include a rave card with open beta codes and other various codes for in-game stuff. The clerk at GameStop just looked at me blankly when I asked him why I didn't get one. He had no idea what I was even talking about. So the next day, I came in with a printout form from the Warhammer Online website and nearly got the same response. He said to check back in a few weeks. That was in January, and after many visits, I've all but given up. Why release pre-orders if you can't even distribute a piece of cardboard correctly? And now with the announcement that the game will be released with three quarters of the content we had been shown, I mean, I can understand the cities needing polish, but the complete removal of four classes was truly a heavy blow, and it took the steam right out of me. I've gathered my shattered dreams <laughs> once again.
1: Take oh. these broken wings and learn to fly. <laughs> and I've decided to give
0: Mythic another leap of faith. Speaking for myself, I don't know if I can handle another kick in the balls like this last one. A man only has so many balls for the kicking, and my balls need a little grace period from time to time. Mythic,
1: you're making my balls sad. Oh. Wow, I've I've never really heard of a pre-order fiasco causing so much physical pain to someone but you can tell this really gets you where it hits you where it's it, it hurts yeah and uh well i we empathize jf the only thing i've found um and this isn't an endorsement of any particular company but a lot of the major you know distributors for games like eb games um they tend to, or or even um, Best Buy, best buy yeah, you know. I was gonna say. They tend to, they tend to kind of have so much of the promotion stuff tied in with this that it's hard for the sales clerks to not know what's going on and to blow it and especially if you do it with mail order you know there's a a whole system set up for all your pre-order stuff Mm -hmm, and I tend to go with those just because I don't want to miss out on any because I've I've become kind of a collector's edition idiot so I'm always getting the collector's edition stuff now so I want my one extra item that my character has like Mm -hmm. my leopard cloak from Age of Conan or whatever my your little my mouse pad, my box of commemorative box of cheetos, you know, action figure. My, yeah. <laughs> I want all that and I don't want any little single part to be missing, you know. And and it's very frustrating when they don't know what you're talking about and you feel like you're having to go do all this legwork and prove prove, you know, what you're spo- you're supposed to be entitled to. So, you know, I don't really have a good solution for you there because I believe they are either sold out on the collector's edition stuff for Warhammer or they're very close at this point so it's not like you could cancel and reorder somewhere else and be guaranteed that you'd get it Uh, all I can say is I don't think it's Mythic's fault for the the whole game card pre-order thing I think it's just the store you're purchasing it from
0: Yeah, so we suggest that perhaps you just uh, go to whatever source you usually use for fellatio to make your balls a little happier.
1: Well, or there, yeah, there's always that. And uh, as to the content thing, that that sucks, but we're going to tackle that one a little later.
0: Yeah. So we've got another uh,
1: Swedish fan. Q, Q, Abba, dancing mm-hmm. queen song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Sophie from Sweden writes in I have two questions. One, what would your dream MMO have for graphics? Cell shaded, cartoony, real looking, and so on? And two, what genre would it be in sci fi, fantasy, steampunk, etc.? Uh, you go first, Jim.
0: Uh, you know, I can appreciate all the different kinds of uh, graphics, but I, I would say usually I'm I'm more impressed the more real a game looks. You know the the more physics a game has. You know I, I like to see the grass blowing in the wind, and I, I you know just the details. I'm all about details like that, and it, it really impresses me. So I would I would go with the realistic, and I, I would really really love to see a, a great sci-fi MMO one day,
1: like one where you're. What kind of a theme? Not to put you on the spot, oh, but like
0: you know, I don't know, like some kind of I don't I think like it's galactic yet to be...
1: warfare, like Eve, or something more, more personalized, like or cyberpunk, even like uh... with you know Matrix type stuff.
0: No, like sp- uh, a space setting, like I a would sp- say space opera
1: kind of. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like a like a good Star Wars galaxy. Yeah, like
0: or uh, yeah. So, you know, holding out, maybe Star Trek Online will happen and be great or, or Kotar MMO.
1: Yeah, or, yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah, you that know, one. which has a lot of potential with how well Kotar's been on the Xbox yeah. and stuff. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. How about you, Mark?
1: Well, so, my graphics, I, my idealized uh, graphics are something Enemy? kind of, what's that? Enemy? And no. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> kind of like heroic characters so they're kind of real looking but with heroic proportions sure. you know like a
0: a graphic novel
1: Yeah like yeah exactly like gravel nof- graphic novel type but not cell shaded and then i kind of like the whole bloom lighting effect you know with the where the colors are more vibrant than they could ever possibly be and mm-hmm. like spell effects and stuff are just way over the top like the fire looks incredible so something kind of like guild wars actually But with more, uh, way more character diversity and, 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 you know, gear diversity, kind of like the uh, Warcraft has, you know, where there's just thousands of different combinations of gear you can be wearing. Mm -hmm. That would be kind of my ideal graphics setup. And then as far as genre, um, that's a tough one. You know, (laughs) so far, despite everything I've said that, you know, people should explore more genres with these MMOs, I really tend to lean towards fantasy I would like to see probably um, something like a Michael Moorcock fantasy setting where just like as dark as the Conan setting, but with, um, you know, kind of a different, uh, uh, more of a, it's an even more somber world. It's even maybe more evil and dark, or as mm-hmm. evil and dark. In fact, if you're a literary person, a lot of people say that Elric is like, the nemesis of Conan, so they're both kind of coming from the same thing, except Moorcock wrote his stuff in the seventies. But that would be kind of my idealized setting, uh, genre. I think would be a really, really ultra dark fantasy. Cool. Thanks for writing. Yeah.
0: So that uh, winds up our mailbag for uh, this episode. If you have anything you'd like to add in the next upcoming episodes, please email us at mail at channelmassive dot com. M A I L. Sophie, please send uh, some photos of yourself to MALE, <laughs> massive. You don't have to do that. <laughs> 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 Poor Sophie. Please. Thank you for writing, though. Um, also, you can uh, send us uh, voice um, right. comments or questions or, or whatever, rants, uh, either by sending us MP3s to those same email addresses or at. Uh,
1: Was it channel.massive.skype? I think think
0: that is it. Channel.massive.skype. We're on Skype. So uh, look forward to your future comments.
1: What time is it, Jason? Oh, Jason's not here. It's time for the, the weekend, weekend Gaming! Oh, we leave. don't need no Jason. We love you, Jason. <laughs> um Sweet. so first, our first topic for discussion is related to a recent thing we addressed in the uh, or topic we addressed in the mailbag. I got to quit using thing when I talk. Thingy. And, and thing Stop stuff him things. What should I so, oh my God! Who's your What's it? Kotar MMO is confirmed, maybe, kind of, sort of, well, allegedly, according to IGN Games, there was a statement made uh, regarding the by by John <laughs> Uh Riccatoni, just today that uh, there are reports, reports that I'm not too sure about that have surfaced, surfaced as in they have. Come up from the dark depths below. And he has confirmed that LucasArts and BioWare were indeed working on Knights of the Old Republic MMO. Oh, pretty cool, pretty exciting for me and Jim, too. Yeah, Jim's very a much diehard so. Kotar player. Uh, so, the only problem with this is the LucasAr- LucasArts representatives have no comment at this time. <laughs> and this is the only publication that seems to have said this, and no one else that mentions it on their blogs mentions anything besides this article. So,. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I'm sure we'll know by the end of the week. But, uh... Sounds hey, promising. Let's hope. Yeah, that would be awesome. We're excited. I am always... Next on the agenda, it appears that City of Heroes... Er, I'm sorry. Uh, DC Online is uh, making some waves. There's been some announcements about what it will actually... What is it? DC Universe Online?
0: Yeah, I think so. There's, the, a, there's a nice trailer on... Uh Massively, on massively, yes. They've done this huge
1: roundup, surrounded by ads. Yes, there's. (laughs) If you can wade through the ads and actually find the trailer, uh, just joking. It's it's actually really a really good series of write-ups about it. Um, They go into great depth about what will perhaps make this game different from other. Superhero games such as City of Heroes, <laughs> or <laughs> such as City of Heroes, uh, yeah. such or as uh, City of Villains, City of Villains, or <laughs> Champions Online, or 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 that other one that never survived Marvel. Marvel. Mm. Mm. Um, it does sound. It got me pretty hyped up to play it. Um, they just go into a whole bunch of, of details on the fact that you can start as a, a hero or a villain, and it sounds like it's kind of an alignment-based thing. You'll end up on one side of the law or the other, Depending on and your you will actions. interact heavily with all the iconic DC, DC. Universe folk, such as Batman, Superman, Green Robin, Green Lantern. Jim was especially excited about the Green Lantern. Yeah, as but
0: you don't get to play them. They're just kind yeah. of They will judge you silently, <laughs> much like Noah and Jason. Or trainers, you or know. yeah, they're just like People you report to. I mean, that's, I bet they no, will be I'm like sure trainers. It's still kind of cool, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see how. It well, yeah. So it lo- the the trailer looked cool, though.
1: The trailer did yeah. look cool, although the city city Was scene looked a lot like City of Heroes. Uh, maybe <laughs> a little bit more bloom lighting going on there, but pretty similar. Kind of. Of course, it's the same genre, so you know. Yeah. Uh, they also seem to be confirming that it will be available for PlayStation Three and PC, which is pretty cool um, and uh, yeah it's just, it's, a, it's a pretty good write up I'm sure there's going to be with E3 going on there's going to be just a whole bunch of uh, in- interesting information coming out of this especially sentiment from people who are seeing this stuff you know uh, hands on so to speak i Jim. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Are you dying? We have some <laughs> conflicting stories. <laughs> need the words. Make the words We have a couple back.
0: conflicting stories uh, about, regarding flagship studios. So the first one has to do with some uh, Koreans taking control of uh, Hellgate London. And mythos. And mythos.
1: Did we actually play Mythos, you and me, or was that uh, Dungeon Runners? It's Dungeon Runner. I- I've played Mythos and it's really fun. And uh, really? I don't know. I don't know if it's out of beta yet, or if it is, it's very close. It's re- it's really pretty fun. Huh. It, w- it was the basically the network test for okay, London, but I think it's going to have surpass much it. greater survivability. <laughs> huh. But uh, yeah, so the the deal is that. Flagship's in trouble. They've laid off pretty much every single person that works for them unless they have a C and a E in their name. What is it? A C and an O? C and an O. Yeah.
0: They're yeah. the chief something officer.
1: The chief. Yeah, Insert unless, unless your you're like the chief, the CLA, CLO, <laughs> chief lackey officer, you're probably fired. So it may just be Bill Roper The chief Roper at acronym this point. officer. The chief acronym officer. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot left to uh, to do to cut to the to bone do the on that one. Dirty work. Yeah, um, there's a whole long saga going on um, regarding this. And what's interesting is it appears that two companies have lent money to to Flagship, and they in each one of them wants a different property. One wants Hellgate London, the other one wants Mythos. Um, Flagship says that they are actually going to survive and that they are viable and that no, they are not going to be giving their IP to either of these companies, which probably sets them up for some massive litigation. Uh, I, think that, I think we're going to get a lot more information in the coming weeks as to what's going on with this, but signs are pretty dismal to me at this point for... Flagship? Either for flagship (laughs) in either game. I mean, if you have nobody to do anything except... Bill Roper's claim to fame is saying Zug Zug (laughs) for the orcs in Warcraft 1, right? Nice when he worked for Blizzard that's you know that's his big claim to fame is he's a great Foley actor so <laughs> maybe there'll be some new sound effects in some of the games maybe a zug here a zug there a zug everywhere I don't know it's gonna be interesting to you see
0: what... like onomatopoeias maybe yeah
1: <laughs> maybe that's what's gonna happen he's an don't... onomatopoeia actor don't know but uh doesn't look good for them or those two games and it really sucks because I really really wanted to get a big mythos game going. But oh, Val. We'll see what happens. Oh, boy. In other news, and if only God Mode X was here... He can tell us all about how (laughs) WoW has won the uh, court round against uh, MMO Glider. MMO Glider, as some of you may know, is the wonderful, exciting bot for... Cheating. Well, the preeminent (laughs) bot for cheating in World of Warcraft. It's not the only bot. It's just one of them. Um, But MDY is the company that makes Glider. It's actually... MDY is really one guy and his girlfriend... And I only mentions his girlfriend because the Blizzard lawyers, when they initially visited him, made well, not veiled threats regarding the girlfriend, but said, hey, how's your girlfriend? <laughs> Which, at that point, I envisioned, like, these guys in Italian suits with, like, bulges in their hey, pockets. How's hey, how's you your girlfriend how's doing? She's looking, you? she's looking pretty good to me. Tell
0: her I said, what's
1: up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> How you <doing>? So, with <laughs> lawyers like that, you know, WoW yeah. doesn't need to uh, do yeah. too much. But, or Blizzard, I should say. But, um, yeah, it's it's there's a, a very lengthy write-up on the uh, Terra Nova uh, Site, which you you can get to at uh, Terranova Blogs dot com, they've got a really good write up that is far too legal and comprehensive to hold my yeah, interest. Yeah, we not going
0: to read any of that.
1: Additionally, the people ease. commenting seem to all if be. Noah
0: was here, you know. He could use his uh, uh, Apollo Justice, his yeah. attorney uh, skills could, to just whip right through this stuff. But.
1: Noah could definitely do it. One of the mm-hmm. commenters is Richard Bartle, who says. I'm glad that Blizzard managed to prevent a third party from spoiling WoW, but alarmed at the way they bent IP laws to do it. There was heavy leverage of the DCMA, and that's an aside from me. Uh, none of the reasons that copyright laws were created apply to this interpretation of them. They're being used for a purpose for which they weren't designed. If Blizzard found an exploit like this in WoW, they'd fix it and ban the exploiters. Real-world laws work rather differently, though. Sad, but true. Again, as always, Richard Bartle, Man myth, the god summarizes the whole thing right then and there so it's a victory for blizzard but a total and complete failure for justice yay boo
0: yeah uh welcome to america
1: yeah (laughs) welcome to america too bad What else do we have in
0: our... uh, Dave Perry with shiny. thinks that uh, free-to-play games are... Isn't he the
1: singer for Boston? (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: I don't think so. I think he's the guitarist for Aerosmith. Oh, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Wait, Dave Perry? (laughs) Uh,
0: Anyway, he thinks that free-to-play games are going to kill piracy.
1: Sweet! Yeah! Yeah, basically, I think his 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 take on it is that in Asia they have such bad piracy that they had to kind of think outside the box, and they came up with free to play games. And the point of it is, is that okay? I can't, I can play this game for free, but I'm going to have to pay for in-game items. So if I want to wear this cool white shirt or whatever, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what Pretty I'm going to need to do. <laughs> it's interesting to hear it from somebody at Shiny. Um, they're the recent makers of the matrix online which continues to live despite a very low player base um but he seems really excited about this so excited in fact that i think he's going to plan to do nothing but develop free to play games henceforth uh you know
0: best of luck to you i don't don't know how uh, you know it's i don't i think it's yet to be proven except out uh, anyway outside of asia
1: right how the, well that business model is going to work. Yeah, I mean, Sony's... SOE's going to try and take a shot at it, but, you know, NCSoft is doing it right now with bastardizing. I mean, they're modifying City of Heroes and <laughs> City yeah. of Villains and... and but sharing.
0: they're not... I mean, it's not free-to-play yet. I mean, they put in-game no. ads in, they're, but... They're
1: adding microtransactions. They're they're doing everything that should make it free-to-play, yeah, but they're still not... But you still have to play. <laughs> you still have to pay to, have to play. You have to pay to go to the weddings and...
0: Pay to, play you have the to, game. Pay to
1: you have to pay to go. To, yeah, you have to pay to play to go to the wedding. You have to pay to play to wear the clothes at the wedding.
0: And you have to look at the shitty. I'm surprised signs.
1: that they don't like send you a bill. Like, if you would like to retain your memories of the <laughs> wedding encounter that you recently experienced, that will be an additional 15.95. <laughs> They'll if send you a would. photo otherwise, otherwise, it'll be that men in black stick thing, right? You'll hold it up, <laughs> and pfft, you know, and you won't remember anything. It's just, I don't know, it's slimy to me. But anyway, he's awfully excited about it, and God bless him. I just wonder what kind of developers you retain. <laughs> <laughs> when you have no income <laughs> uh, well what we've got is it looks like it looks like the, the crab apple incentive drive we had which is where we had an in game item called a crab apple that cost two cents <laughs> each has earned us three dollars and fifty cents unfortunately that means we'll only be able to keep Bill Roper on <laughs> to do Zug Zugs so sorry but thanks to you well
0: we'll see how that works out Anyway, that sums up the week in gaming for the week of uh, whatever, the week gaming. <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, this, I don't know. this
1: is some period in July, perhaps <laughs> in 2009, perhaps in 2007, or somewhere in between. An average yeah. Of those. We don't know. We'll, anyway. We'll get it posted someday.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: What do we have in the old blogosteria this week?
0: Something about I don't know.
1: Mark Jacobs. Well, there's definite fodder for Blogosteria there. Some little tiny announcement about Mm. Warhammer Online, perhaps? It was tiny.
0: (laughs) No, it wasn't even tiny to begin with, I don't think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the thing that has set, set the world afire, or at awesome. least the MMO blogs. That's right. A small corner of the world, usually not in seen in daylight. Um, it appears that Mark Jacobs made some statements during an interview to MMORPG.com and dropped some bombshells about Warhammer Online. And these are, they're adding Punkbuster, the venerable... Anti cheat thing that really pisses off God Mode X. <laughs> Darn it that, first guy. First surfaced in, uh, <laughs> I believe, during the Quake days and has continued to be uh, picked up by other game franchises, mostly for first person shooters to keep people honest. Yep. Especially the more competitive the game, the more likely Punk Buster will appear in it. Um, the loss of four of the six capital cities. Yes, the little dwarfs, the Empire guys, the Greenskins, and the Dark Elves will all be Homeless. walking around with backpacks <laughs> and signs that say, anything helps, God bless, veteran. So uh, you can you can look forward to that in the game. So uh,
0: Jacob said about that, we decided to focus our energies on two capital cities, one for order and one for destruction, and make them fabulous. Fabulous! fabulous. <laughs> not good, not great, but Fabulous! Wow. I love that.
1: That was, that was... Lost a
0: little more than a couple cities, too.
1: Yeah, and then they took, of the 24 classes, which there's, there's six races, there's two factions divided by, well, okay, six races (laughs) divided into two factions, and each of those races has a unique, has four unique classes, or should I say had, because (laughs) now the 24 classes have been reduced to 20. Lost to the cutting room floor are the Choppa, a green skin class, uh, Hammer, a dwarf class, Blackguard, a dark elf Mm. class, and Knight of the Blazing Sun, an empire class. And what he had to say about this is, four of the classes that we've been working on, we just couldn't get great. We looked at them, and we said these careers are just not great. And we tried, and they weren't coming out well. And then you could just add on a bunch of, so they weren't great, then we were just... Mm -hmm. Not great.
0: We tried to see if we could make them better, but we just couldn't just, make them great. They were not great. So we had a choice. Do we put in some non-great careers <laughs> just because they are iconic, or do we cut them out and put them in post-launch if we can get them right? Or do we not put them in at all?
1: Well, apparently, you don't. their decision is they don't put <laughs> them in at all. And I would like to go out on a limb with a prediction here based on previous things that have happened in the industry such as the Age of Conan reduction of classes. As you may recall, that was supposed to have 16 classes, and right prior to launch it went down to 12. I bet you that what they're going to do is probably find four more classes to go before this thing launches, so that each of the races will have three iconic, great classes, and then that'll give them something to do for the first expansion. I don't imagine this will come up as some kind of you know uh in-game content boost or or what have you but there's my crazy prediction
0: but anyway you know what i'm looking up right now what are you looking up right now your predictions for
1: 2008
0: oh no did you find them
1: yes Uh, oh dear (laughs)
0: let's see what does it say here come on i know you had something about I about,
1: i had one about warhammer i know you did You could use oh. Control F to search for that.
0: Oh yeah, I could. I'm really holding up the podcast Excuse now. Excuse us,
1: <laughs> audience.
0: I don't know. I don't see it on here.
1: I did. I did use a a, a formerly unknown of un, unknown unheard of encryption algorithm.
0: Oh, you just oh, said oh, there it is. It will do well initially. About like Lotro did before old habits return. People to wow. Or other games. Uh, you didn't say anything I was specific. very
1: unspecific there. You
0: were. So now we have specific predictions from Mark Miller. You heard it here first on Channel Massive.
1: Yeah, that is a pretty wacky prediction, but we'll see what happens. The worst I could do is be wrong and made fun of forever.
0: Well, we can always re-edit this podcast. Damn it. I know you're going to go and re-edit those predictions at some point.
1: I Well, a guides me. <laughs> um, so the screams of war's biggest fanboys could be heard across the world. From Keen and Grav regarding the Mark Jacob drops a bomb on the community post on July 11th. This is from their blog. Regarding the cut classes, as we mentioned, here's what Keen has to say. And he he says, The above will not make it into the game. Choppa, one of the most intriguing classes to me won't be in the game. Hammerer, the only interesting dwarf class in my eyes, gone. Blackguard and KOTBS, or Knight of the Blazing Sun, are two tanks that a lot of people were looking forward to, but now will have to rethink their class decision. It's nauseating, really, to see how much content is being abandoned. I'm not sure if I'm ready to accept Mark's line of reasoning yet fully. I obviously have not been a part of the development process, so I have no clue how bad off these classes truly are, or if they were even given much thought at all. Now... Well, okay. <laughs> I will continue.
0: <laughs> My true Please. feelings on
1: all of this are that the game should be delayed until such time as that the full Warhammer online experience can be had by all players. But it won't be. The game will The game launch will be in a... God dang it. The game will launch in a state of completion, but with some heinous baggage attached. I wrote just a few days ago how... I felt a massive multiplayer online role-playing game should not be released until it's done. On one hand, they're releasing it done because they've cut the fat. But on the other hand, the game is now lacking a part that makes it taste oh so good. (laughs) Well, Jim is a practicing vegan. That might be an interesting... Mm, That's um, a great... ...metaphor for you. Yeah,
0: analogy there.
1: But I guess his point is that this has utterly ruined the game for him. Uh, (laughs) And he's crushed.
0: I think it's just funny... That, you know, all these people are making decisions about what they're going to play.
1: Yeah. When this game launches, (laughs) I will have six characters. Now, the first character, the backstory behind the first character is her name is going to be Twinkie. Now, she's going to be a green-skinned choppa. Now, what I plan to do for her is to try to stick mostly with purple and pink clothing. Um... (laughs) nothing too, too gaudy though you know I, I want it to be kind of semi-formal uh, Fridays though she'll probably dress down and wear jeans if it's possible because that's how we roll but you know that that's kind of what I'm going to do for her then my next character y- do you think that's kind of how it goes like, I, or do you think, think they even so. have like backstories like Twinkie was born on a farm oh, I the definitely farm think was right. raided by the of by course it,
0: they don't know anything about the feats or the skills <laughs>
1: that they're going to do you don't know that information yet like vaporware obviously <laughs> <laughs> but Well, we, we feel your pain there, Keen um, Eventually, though, it looks like Keen calmed down That would be the July 12th And in a follow-up on his blog, he posted And this is him kind of taking it all in Once again, here's how I see it The game is still in development and changes are often made These changes are huge changes to be made months before the release, but at least Mythic came out and told us about it and had the balls to cut something from the game instead of pushing it into release like many other games with the BS plan to fix it with a patch. Am I angry? No. Am I disappointed? Yes. In the end, we're still going to receive a finished product and hopefully avoid much of the problems that have arisen with the alternative. I will say one thing though: the content that is in the game needs to be, as Mark Jacobs put it, one, two, three, fabulous. (laughs) I'd be holding to them to that one, and I hope they expect nothing less. Uh, Okay, so I I think he sobered up by July twelfth from his binge drinking that occurred when he realized that his four well, three of his four favorite classes were
0: gone. Well, it's part of the five stages of.
1: So there's like acceptance, <laughs> yeah, there? denial, denial, the denial, denial. <laughs> <laughs> and acceptance, anger, I anger. Don't who uh, they are yeah, but he's uh, probably so moving on to I think he's, uh,
0: yeah, moved through those stages
1: as <laughs> as Keen continues to move through the twelve steps of recovery. <laughs> other bloggers have have gone ahead and, and written in. Um, from one of the people who I like to pick on the most as far as blogging goes, the heartless gamer. Had something to say, but I think first... And this was from his blog on July 11th, but I think first Jim would like to take offense to something from... Uh, I'm the,
0: not offended. I just think it's funny as hell um, that, you know, like the headline tagline on the side of his blog reads, I graduated with a 4.0 GPA twice. No, you are not smarter than me.
1: Really? Because you, you graduated from college once and have a successful career <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, I do all right yeah i did too huh. i wonder i wonder why one would have to do it twice yeah i don't know but i guess it gives you some props well so in his in his blog what he's done mm-hmm. is he's done the 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 thing that Irritates me so, which is where you compare war with a hypothetical list of features in Alpha Code status <laughs> with WoW, actual four-year-old game. Oh, would call it Alpha Code? Would you? Uh, well, not <laughs> at this point. Um, but yes, one more time, we will compare these two games: one in a completely finished and up and running <laughs> state, mature; the other one still a list of features. Here he goes. World of Warcraft's guild system is nothing more than a chat channel and a members panel. War's guild system will have 40 levels, guild standards, a shared guild tavern, guild claimable keeps, in-game guild calendars, and both of the items mentioned for WoW. So it will also have a cool chat channel and a members panel. Um, WoW has nine player classes. War will have 24, or er, 20. The classes are just mirrors <laughs> of each other in War. Argument falls flat. If classes were simply mirrors, none of them would be getting cut from release, and War's classes will have similarities, but all will be unique within themselves with their own flavor. Wow's player skill system has three paths available per class, as will Wars. Ah, uh-huh, see. However, in War, players will be able to gain. God, I'm talking too fast for myself. However, in War, players <laughs> will be able <laughs> to gain additional skills from the Tome of Knowledge and Realm versus Realm ranks. Oh, and War will have the Tome of Knowledge, which Blizzard is trying to match with an achievement system in Wrath of the Lich King. However, we've seen clearly in screenshots and discussions, I'd imagine, and in. We've seen the Tome of Knowledge, and it houses ten times the potential of an achievement system being tacked onto an aging game. Also could be considered as a mature game. WoW has arena rankings, which followed a failed and abandoned honor rank system. War will have 80 planned levels of RVR ranks, a system Mythic has perfected over a decade of game development. A game that not many people are currently playing, by the way. (laughs) WoW has four PvP battlegrounds. War will have some as well, rumored to be several more than that available in WoW. Rumored, yes. War has a campaign system culminating in a capital city siege and capture phase. WoW will have one zone in Wrath of the Lich King designed to be an open world siege. I could go on and continue this vain argument. Sure but when I I'm sure you get to But what I'm trying to get at is and please do is that we should be standing here and asking is if wow is complete because by the measuring stick being leveled at war, it sure as hell isn't. It's not even close. <laughs> of course, that can't be possible for the holy grail of MMOs. So the measuring stick is obviously flawed. I actually agree with the assessment because the measuring stick is broken. However, as broken as it is, it will be used to measure war. Why, WoW sits idly by, immune to the same criticism. Yes, he has definitely unearthed what I like to call the... What would you call it? The unfairness of WoW. <laughs> WoW WoW is not treated like a normal MMO. It is special. It is somehow... It's a chat room. It's It's a glorified chat room. It is... You know, people just don't criticize war because, as we've discussed, the Blizzard lawyers will come and kill you and threaten your girlfriend. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, they're probably on his way to his place now. I no mean, doubt, no doubt. Now, hopefully, they won't be too intimidated by his dual degrees. But How could they not that be? They, they, <laughs> they, these lawyers, you know, they're packing heat. So. You
0: have to wonder, with arguments like this, what those degrees are in.
1: Probably um, Vanity, <laughs> and I'm going to go with the Mass com major. You think? I think so. I think mm. so. I'm going to go with Mass com and Vanity. I don't think it was Philosophy. It could be Philosophy. It could be like Philosophy and... It's mass Comm? And Mass Comm. Yeah. It'd be... Eh. What me. do we know? Probably well, like a know. double all, E. All we a-
0: know is WoW is not complete
1: compared to War. Yeah. I guess, I guess the, the <laughs> I don't even have a comment at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's another one from the Heartless Gamer posted, was it the very next day? Very next day. Yeah. In if a, War pulls off what has has been shown already, it will be launching on a content platform far more diverse and unified than anything offered by WoW.
0: Let me read this part again. Oh, sure. Just just for those of you who missed it. I graduated with a 4.0 GPA. Twice. No, you are not smarter than me.
1: Damn. Damn, you! always gets, gets me with that <laughs> one. Well, good for you. You go. Uh, So, do I take exception with the if war pulls off what has been shown already thing? It will be launching on a content platform far more diverse and unified than anything. I don't even know what diverse and unified. How can those two words be in the same sentence? <laughs> diverse and unified. It's like it'll be the same difference. It'll be. It'll be. Is maybe it he was an English major. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll, to, well, well, yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Tell us more, Shakespeare. Uh, so whatever, I guess. Um, I think that PvP content. When you when you when you judge content and you judge like the massive amount of instance and raid level PVE content already present in World of Warcraft and compare it to PVP content for a game that's coming up, I mean, I've heard I've heard that there's going to be something like when it, when Wo- when War launches, it'll have like 20 public quests and 100 different other quests or something mm. like that, compared to like thousands of quests and all the PVE content in the world. I don't think that it'll be a four more unified, diverse <laughs> platform or whatever. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that was the, so. Various people became angry at World of Warcraft for some reason. It appears due to the announcements regarding Warhammer. <laughs> I guess is how we would sum up that one. Yeah. Um. Some people came to the defense of Mythic and put things into perspective. This comes from the Clockwork Gamer. Who says bravo, Mister Jacobs? He wrote this on July twelfth. Um, basically, we'll, we'll instead of reading through it, we'll just say check out his blog. He, what he did was he drew a really nice comparison between the pre-Vanguard launch hype to War's current hype, um, and it really puts things in perspective. He just he makes so much sense. We can't possibly make any fun of him. Just no. say,
0: nice job, well played, sir. We'll uh, we'll make a point to put the links up. Uh, when we post this episode. Yeah, there's a lot so- of them
1: here. Um, Jim, you want to take... Or I guess this is my my comment here.
0: <laughs> well, I just wish that Noah were here.
1: I wish Jason were here to say what he wrote when he put these notes together for us. <laughs> which was, What blog osteria would be complete without comments from Tobold? And then, if you can imagine Noah reading this, just go ahead and do it, because I won't come close. But Tobold writes... Should I try it in a British I think
0: accent? I think you should. Some, oh, company, whiny, oh,
1: whiny whiny, no. Some companies like Blizzard only perfect. release games when they are finished, so players have to wait a very long time. Other companies like Funcom release their games at the perfect moment, but with lots of bugs and thin content in the endgame. Now several readers wrote me with a link to an article in massively on Warhammer online saying that Mark Jacobs from oh I've crossed out EA Mythic cleverly to show that it has now been rebranded as Mythic Entertainment has found a third way released the game on time by cutting major features and throwing game balance overboard
0: a third way
1: a third way well yeah I guess that is a third it's way plan C yeah. Then <laughs> we will go to preparation H. <laughs> um, he then continues to describe the war cutbacks that we've already discussed, and he finishes strongly with, one game, or one day, a game company is going to find out how to produce a quality game on time, without bugs or missing features, and they will... Due to the current crop of game companies Then the same as what Toyota did To the US Euro car companies Until then we'll have to buy the equivalent Of a three-wheeled car from Mythic Entertainment Or the model announced for last year Only coming out a year late from Blizzard Or the car whose motor mysteriously stops working Once per hour from Funcom Which I think that's a Ford But no wonder Nobody takes gamers seriously We seem to be a bunch of masochists
0: wonder what Tobol's
1: degrees are in. Um, analogies? Analogies. Metaphors. Metaphor. Metaphor. <laughs> he has a PhD in metaphorism. <laughs> no doubt. Yes. Well, there you have it. That's our analysis of the recent blog hysteria um, pertaining to the EA Mythic announcement uh, or...
0: Interview with Mark Jacobs. I should
1: say the Mythic Entertainment announcement or from Mark Jacobs. I, for one, am not surprised. Uh, although it wasn't predicted, I mean, <laughs> I think that there will be a few more things that they will they will come up with that they're going to have to do to get this thing out on time because it looks like they're going to stick with their Novemberish mm-hmm. release All date. Good one, yeah. Uh, I I anticipate that it's going to come out and be a really fun game to play. I don't think it's going to change the way I think about video games forever. Probably not. Uh, I think it's going to be damn fun. and uh Maybe. Maybe we'll be able to get Jim to play it. I don't know. He and Noah are currently on the fence. Jason and I will be I'm, there. I'm
0: playing a fantasy game right now. I don't need to play another one.
1: What fantasy game is that? <laughs>
0: well, it's not that fantasy, but...
1: I'm playing Conan. It's good oh, enough. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's fantasy. Dark fantasy. <laughs> Very dark. Yeah.
0: Well, that brings to a close episode 51 of Channel Massive. Thanks for tuning in and downloading this podcast. Um... If you need to find us and you just happen upon us somehow, you can get us on iTunes or download us directly from our site at channelmassive.com. Again, if you want to write in or uh, express yourself somehow, give us an email at channel, uh, mail mail.channel mail. ah.
1: Mail at... (laughs) M-L-E-A-I-R
0: Mail at ChannelMassive.com M a i. Sophie, please send those pictures on to... M-A-L-E M-A-L-E at ChannelMassive.com Remember, you can Skype us at uh, Channel.Massive.Skype And uh, hopefully, uh, the four of us will be assembled next week and we'll give you another great show for episode 52. Thanks for tuning in.
1: For a written transcript of this episode, (laughs) Jim can be moved with either full... Full film footage or pictures to type this in single single spaced, I suppose. Things, yeah, and it'll be a unique typewritten cop on a typewriter, no for, doubt, for each of you. So, a steampunk typewriter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like literally, it's wood fired, old school. Yeah. So, thanks for listening, channel man activate Nigel and